0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a Bible study about 13 minutes each day for our podcast listeners, getting us into God's Word all around the world through the medium of the internet. And getting into God's word is so crucial for our spiritual lives because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's word also keeps us focused on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation. You know people in your life who need to change their thinking and the direction of their life, don't you? They need to change their focus. Help them to do that by sharing these short studies with them every day, seven days a week. You can share easily through... Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But you need to make that commitment and start sharing every day with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. If you keep sharing, you'll touch a heart somewhere, and maybe a whole bunch of hearts, and you'll actually move people in the right direction. You may end up helping somebody get all the way to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day, today's Bible class, these short studies with everybody you can. We're going to continue on with our line of thought and study asking the question, why do bad things happen to good people? We look around us, in fact, we've probably, every one of us experienced some things that we would consider bad things in our lives. Hurt, sorrow, sickness, injury, illness, financial setbacks, uh, loss of relationships, the list goes on and on. But on a broader scale, we talk about wars and violence and terrorism and murder and theft and evil and inhumanity and all kinds of various forms. All of that, all of that is something that we see all around us all the time. The news is filled with it. But then we see on a more personal level, we see babies who are born with physical handicaps and mental handicaps, and we see other people who are involved in situations that change their life in debilitating ways, good th- bad things happening to good people, people that we would look at and say, that's a good person, they're trying to live a good life. And so we ask the question, why did that happen to that good person? Well, we've been talking about the basic, bottom line, fundamental answer, and that's sin. Again, not talking about necessarily a sin that that person committed that led to that particular problem or bad thing happening to them. But just on the broader scale, the fact that sin is prevalent, so prevalent in this world, in the conscience of mankind, of humanity, sin brings consequences well we talked about how everything changed when man sinned going all the way back to the garden of eden in genesis chapter 2 and verse and and chapters 2 and 3. when adam and eve sinned then that changed everything they had been innocent they had been sinless and they had been partaking i think we're to understand on a regular basis of the fruit of the tree of the of of uh, of life. And so as long as they continued to eat the fruit of the tree of life, they would live forever on this earth in physical form and sinless as long as they continued to be obedient to God. But then in Genesis chapter 3 the devil shows up in the scene. He shows up in the form of a serpent, so he, you know, certainly does not <laughs> reveal himself in his horrible form. But through that deceptive image, he tempted Eve to turn away from God, to disobey God and eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had warned Adam and Eve, you don't eat of that fruit. In the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. She succumbed to the temptation of the devil. She ate of the forbidden fruit. And in that moment, she sinned and she became a sinner, and she also tempted her husband to eat of the fruit, and he went along, and he then became a sinner as well, and everything changed. They had lived a pure life before that, lived in innocence, lived in sinlessness, but once they ate that fruit, everything changed. They suddenly found themselves, though they had been living in nakedness, but unashamed because they were innocent never thinking about sinful thoughts, never giving in to any sinful temptations. But now that they were sinners, they were ashamed of their nakedness. They fashioned coverings for themselves out of fig leaves. And when God presented himself in the garden, they heard his presence and they hid from him because they were ashamed. You see, everything changed. And God pronounced judgment upon them in a number of forms, and pain would become a greater reality for them. Difficulty in doing the work that they would need to do to produce fruit, food to eat and an income would become more difficult. That difficulty would become more pronounced. And God removed them from the garden that he had prepared for them, probably paradise on earth as we would think of it today. They could no longer live there. They no longer had access to the tree of life. And so physical death became a reality for them immediately. They, their physical lives would come to an end. Their physical lives would start going through the process of decaying in the ways that it naturally does over a period of time and they would die. But When they became sinners when they disobeyed God they already experienced a different kind of death and that was spiritual death in Isaiah chapter 59 beginning with verse 1 the prophet Isaiah wrote this behold the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear now why do bad things happen to supposedly good people sometimes we think we're good people or we think somebody else we know is a good person or they're good people when they're not living according to god's teachings well again the only way we can be truly be counted good is through jesus christ coming to him in repentance confessing our faith in him as the lord and savior and god's son surrendering to him being buried with him in the waters of baptism wherein the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of all of the guilt of all of our sins. And God then counts us righteous or good before him. But people are living in disobedience to God. They're not coming to him through their savior properly. They're not living faithful lives, living by his teachings. And so in reality, from that spiritual perspective, they're not good not good the lord's hand is not is not shortened that it cannot save it is his ear is not heavy that it cannot hear but the next verse verse 2 of isaiah 59 says but your iniquities have separated you from your god and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear see as long as we're living in unforgiven sin we're separated from God an unforgiven sinful lifestyle we're not walking with God we're separated from him that's spiritual death now Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 tells us the wages of sin is death physical death became a reality immediately for Adam and Eve and thereby for mankind because they sinned they became sinners but also even more immediately now that physical death would take some time as their bodies would waste away but the spiritual death was immediate their sin separated them from god god did something though and really being god and being omniscient that's the technical term and that is all knowing all seeing and when you look through the new testament scriptures it tells us That he knew ahead of time, before he ever created mankind, that they were going to sin. And they would need forgiveness and redemption through a Savior. God already had the plan in mind to send his Son as that Savior, as that Redeemer, through whom we could be forgiven of our sins. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, the Apostle Paul wrote, God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. Verse 10 says, if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Interesting, interesting. If you go back to verse six, When we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's for all of us, until we come to God through Jesus Christ. And the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins. We were all ungodly. But God, he created us in his image. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. In that we have a soul. We have the very spiritual essence within us we can understand godliness and right and wrong those very concepts and so god created us to be with him to walk with him remember he gave the first man and woman the opportunity for eternal life on this earth in their physical form but when they sinned he removed them from that fruit of that tree but that tree is in heaven now and he offers us the second chance eternal life with him in heaven if we will come to him through Jesus Christ for forgiveness of our sins we cannot live in sinfulness and still be with God at the same time James chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 says resist the devil he will flee from you draw near to God and he will draw near to you we're going to continue this study next time but i want to ask you where are you in your relationship with god have you resisted the devil gave him no room in your life have you drawn near to god so that he would draw near to you we'd like to help you You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link. You can contact us that way, or you can phone us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to provide Bible study for you. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to pray with you. We want to help you get to heaven. Let's pray now. Father in heaven, Help people to come to you through Jesus Christ. Help them to realize, oh, the such far-reaching danger of sin in their life and to turn away from it and to you for forgiveness and justification. Please, Father, and help these lessons to touch hearts along that line. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.